Good morning, I'm Amanda Venegas. And I'm Tony Cabrera. Today we're discussing the recent arrest of the Golden State Killer. Also how the Valley will be represented at the NFL Draft tonight. And grab your cowboy boots, the Clovis Rodeo starts today. All that and a check on your weather this morning on As You Go. Welcome to Action News As You Go. Coming up right now. And now to our discussion of the day, a major story here in California, an alleged serial killer now behind bars this morning. 72-year-old Joseph James D'Angelo behind bars after managing to escape police captivity for more than 40 years. This case going on for four decades. After a lengthy investigation that spanned 10 counties, D'Angelo now arraigned tomorrow after Sacramento police announced his arrest in the Golden State Killer case. Now, police say when they went to his house, he was surprised they were there to take him into custody. Investigators believe the former Exeter police officer responsible for at least 12 murders, dozens of rapes, and more than 100 burglaries that spread fear across the state in the 1970s and 80s. And this is a case four decades in the making, finally coming to a close. Well, of course he was surprised when they walk in. I mean, look at all that uh -huh. time that has passed since this guy has, you know, started that crime spree. Can you imagine what you know I, I wish i were a fly on the wall mm -hmm. when yeah. they showed up and caught him i mean of course he still has to go through the legal process so yes. he's still just a suspect right but man after all these years and and all the victims in this case and their families just that sigh of relief after all these years right yeah and to be 72 years old and to think you almost got away with something you know that's just, mm -hmm. like you said, I would wish I could have been there to see the look on his mm -hmm. face kind of thing. Mm -hmm. What he's accused of doing is just, I mean, it's it's out of a horror movie. Yeah. Killing people with logs. Uh, in one case, you know, he's connected to the Valley as well. This story here, uh, in one case, uh, this woman that we spoke with was in the middle of the night. He tried to kidnap her. This is what she's saying. She believes he is the suspect. Uh, she said she was almost kidnapped. Her dad, who was a, a COS professor, uh, a journalism professor, saw it tried to stop him, and her father ended up getting murdered. Mm -hmm. um, so many deaths here and rapes. I mean, it's just, and he was right here in our community for a time period. He was actually an Exeter police officer. Police officer, exactly. And that's kind of where this, the whole, this is like a movie in, in the making. Mm -hmm. uh, he, a police officer that, you know, goes and lives that double life after, after their duties. It's mm -hmm. just like, oh, my goodness. But many are saying, well, no wonder why he was able to kind of Get away avoid with all the, yeah. yeah. Because he, he knows what they're looking for. He knows, um, you know, how it all works. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the, apparently there's a reporter in Sacramento who's yes. just intrigued by this and just totally investigated. And they found DNA, a DNA sample I guess what from his trash or something. Yeah, so I think this reporter actually gave investigators the lead into going and finding that DNA, the samples of his DNA that was collected from the items, and so they were able to match his DNA. Um, it wasn't, or they said that the gen genetic material was not a match, but there was enough similarities that the investigators were able to make a conclusive match. Mm, my mm. goodness, I mean, just goes to show like journalism mm -hmm. how how it can help in an investigation. Because yeah. sometimes, they're, you know, there's like, well, it's been so many years. Right. It gets kind of lost in the shuffle because all the, the current crimes happen. But there's, all it takes is one person. Exactly. Right. And those dedicated reporters or people that are really, you know, just fascinated, kind of obsessed in a good way mm -hmm. to get into, you know, these very fine details. Uh, this also reminds me of... Uh, the Zodiac Killer, even though they still don't know who that one is, 
There were, you know, newspaper articles all about it, and people were very, very interested in mm -hmm. uh, those cases. But man, this has got to be, like you said, a sigh of relief for a lot of families, um, for a lot of investigators working on this case for several years. And one of the victim's daughters, I mean, she grew up without her parents. She was saying, you know what, I hope they don't give him the death penalty. She was saying, I just want to put in prison so he can live every day in terror in prison. Mm -hmm. That's what she was hoping. Maybe justice will come. It, it, you know, he's accused right now, so he's going through the process. He's supposed to be arraigned on Friday. Um, but a lot of questions, you know, they're hoping to answer. And technology today, you know, where we're able to go with investigations, uh, pretty hopefully solving those crimes. Yes. Quite the story, folks. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back in just a bit with our weather and stories of the morning. Hey, Central Valley, there's a new way to get your news. The all-new ABC 30 News app, powered by you. Your interests, your neighborhood, news and weather, yeah, it's got that too. See the news you care about and only the alerts that affect you. The ABC 30 News app. No other app does local like this. Search ABC 30 in your app store. And welcome back. We are so close to the weekend, and we want to check in with Elena to see how our Thursday is shaping up. Elena, not too bad today, right? Not too shabby at all, Amanda and Tony. You guys were uh, in the 50s and 60s, well, 50s everywhere to start off with, and then uh, eventually getting into the 60s in the few short hours uh, in the morning, and then eventually in the 80s by the afternoon. So it is certainly going to be still a, a bit warm out there, I would say, but not as hot as previous days. We didn't break any records yesterday. We're not expecting any record-breaking high temperatures today. Uh, however, we are still going to be on this cooling trend throughout the end of the week, heading into the weekend, where low 70s expected Saturday, and the breeze will kick in as well. So you might feel that wind uh, between 10, 15 miles per hour already starting this evening, and then heading into Saturday and Sunday, where the wind could gust as high as 25 miles per hour. So be mindful of the blowing dust if you plan to head outdoors, make sure you're keeping your eyes protected. You know, if you have contacts like me, <laughs> oh man, when it gets windy, it's not fun because you can get any little particle stuck in that contact lens and, and it'll annoy you for the rest of the day. Uh, however, we are going to see those temperatures uh, eventually warm right back up. So enjoy it. 70s will stick around for at least five days and then possibly already back near 80 by Wednesday of next week. All right. Good to know. Thanks, Alina. Now let's get, some, get to some of the stories of the day. The 2018 NFL Draft kicks off tonight. That's when all 32 teams in the National Football League will pick the best players for their teams. The Cleveland Browns have the first pick in this year's draft. Hundreds of college players will be waiting to hear their names called out to find out where their NFL futures will take place. Now the Valley is going to be represented by... Wyoming quarterback and Fireball native Josh Allen, who played at Reedley mm -hmm. as well before going on to Wyoming. Allen is actually in Dallas. He is patiently awaiting the announcement to see what team is going to select him. That NFL draft begins at 5 p.m. Tony, I, I'm, I'm already ready to watch. Oh, yeah. I heard that they're going to have a watch party in Reedley. Uh, you know, Reedley College is, is getting together to, to watch this. How huge is that for Reedley College in itself to say, hey, this guy's he started right here, at least college. Yes, and, mm -hmm. that, and that's what makes us so proud where he grew up. Mm -hmm. You know, Friday Night Lights here. We covered Friday morning football at Fireball, and, you know, we've gotten to know him. So how exciting for his family but in the whole valley, right? Local boy. Well, dust off your cowboy boots and hats because the 104th Clovis Rodeo has started. It all kicks off with professional bull riding and a concert by country award-winning singer-songwriter Chris Jansen. 
Every year, the rodeo draws thousands, of course, to Clovis for the four-day event. You can catch the rodeo Thursday night. That's tonight, starting at 6.30. Tickets are still on sale, but they're going fast, folks. Prices range from $20 to $35. Bucks. For a full schedule of events, go to abc30.com. Amanda, you're from Clovis. This is, yes. this is a big deal for you. Every year you go, you put on your cowboy boots, you go on to Old Town. And let me tell you, even if you have never seen rodeo, never loved it, the entertainment is phenomenal. I mean... Uh, Flint Rasmussen is a great entertainer, and then my boy J.J. Harrison, my boy Rody Clown. I mean, they entertain you. You'll want to dance, and it is amazing to see the athleticism of not only the cowboys but and the riders, but the actual animals themselves. So a lot of fun, and we have good weather. So that's exactly. All right, that's all we have for today. Have a great day, and if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can be alerted every time we have a new one. Also, for more stories, head over to abc30.com.